wonder what the light blue lightsaber means. We'll never know. What does purple mean? It means that you, it means, wanted, yeah. you wanted a contract that said you got a purple lightsaber <laughs> and you wouldn't do it. That's what it means. Escape tentacles, corpse leeches, airships, oh my. Meanwhile, a mysterious Gungan prowls the lower levels of Coruscant. Oh, and did I mention Jabba the Hot? Today, we discuss Obi-Wan and Anakin on this edition of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. Welcome to podcast number seven of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. I'm your host, Eric. I'm here with my good buddy, John. Hello. And today we are back to some comics. Uh, we're reviewing the first three issues of the Obi-Wan and Anakin series that came out in 2016 by Charles Sewell. And uh, I'm kind of excited because this is our first uh, Charles Sewell. Uh, so I have to admit, uh, whenever this comic series, this was actually about whenever I started reading new canon Star Wars comics, because this was actually the first series that I purchased and read and loved. And it's part of the reason that I kind of fell in love with a lot of the new canon comics that uh, we've talked about that we're going to talk about. But uh, also, too, it's the first Charles Sewell, which is... Um, well, so so before I jump into Charles Sewell and kind of give his backstory a little bit more, uh, what are you drinking, John? Tonight, I am enjoying a really, really good beer from Southern Tier. It is Ooh. a triple IPA. So we've, we've expanded a little bit. I believe Southern Tier is out in Athens, Georgia. And I think, I think we've expanded a is little really? bit up. Yeah, I think so. Isn't it Southern Tier? I thought Southern Tier was like Connecticut or something. No, 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 no. It's a Georgia brewery. You're gonna make me look this up. Yeah, I'm gonna make you look this up. I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure they're out in Athens, if I remember right. But uh, I know they're pretty local. They're out of New York, man. Are they really? Forget about oh, it. It's a New York. I am, I, am t- I am totally. It's called Southern Tier, and it's in New York. That's crazy. Uh, I swore they had something out in Athens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they are a fantastic brewery. Um, and this beer is. It, probably the best one I've had. Which one is it? Sorry. The triple IPA. I am a sucker for triples. I'm a sucker for Belgian triples and triple IPAs. All right. So I had I had to confirm you're right. And yes, that is the Southern Tier that I was thinking of. That's crazy. I really thought that they were from down in Athens. Uh, there must be like a Southern Brewing or something like that that I've just got them completely confused with. There was that a beer by is. Southern something that it's like the Hobnail Boot, which is a really, really good idea that I've had before. It rings a bell. I don't know what that is but yes i've heard that beer name i am drinking an elysian super fuzz oh very nice yeah i have actually i, I actually have not had the super fuzz i've had tons of elysian stuff but i have not had the super fuzz so the, it's uh, been a while but yes very the nice blood, the blood orange uh digging it blood orange pale ale uh are you yeah. ready to pop tops i don't have a i already had to open my bottle i don't have a can oh, okay. this time I'm, well here we Sorry. go <laughs> and also i'm pouring into a nice icy mug i'm excited Sorry, that's my, that was my mug sitting under the counter, which is probably not a good thing. Oh, can you hear that? I, I can. That's awesome. <laughs> I can actually hear it through my monitor. This headphones. beer makes sound. It does. It's amazing. Okay, so so I, I was I was about to ask you what your one through one hundred was, but but yes. uh, but let me give you. So Charles was like, in my opinion, um, one of the first writers that's kind of graduated from Star Wars. That I'm not joking when I say he could probably write a film at this point. Um, I know he's so he, he did. Might as well. I mean, no, like he's a really, really good writer, really well respected by people too. He's got um, the Oracle Year was his first book, which was, was good, and then Anyone was his latest book. But he's also writing for the new um, High Republic novels, so I, I expect whichever one he comes out with uh, during that thing is going to be great too. Uh, he did, uh, he did, I think, the second volume of Vader, which we'll get to 
kind of soon after all the Clone Wars episodes. And then um, he did some X-Men stuff. And then also he's got a really, really good comic that I like now uh, called Undiscovered Country, which just started. I think it just got done with its first arc or the first arc hit uh, graphic uh, paperback. But, uh, is that he, about Star Trek? It is not. It is actually about, um, I don't even know how to, I, 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 I'm being 100% honest when I say that I would not be surprised if somebody has already contacted him about the movie rights because it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, oh, he also wrote Curse Words too. Yeah, Curse Words is a great uh, comic about the wizard and his uh, koala that go around. It's, it's odd. I, I can't really give it, I don't want to describe them too much because you can't give them justice because they're, they're slightly odd but very good. Um, if, if you're into comics, check out Undiscovered Country and then definitely check out uh, The Wizard uh, and Curse Words, uh, both pretty good. Uh, so, one out of 100, just the first three, first three comics, w- what you got? Uh, okay, so uh, again, you would think I'd be ready for this question. Um, no, no, I know I you're never ready for this question. That's why yeah, I love subconsciously, it. I think I, I purposefully don't prepare for this. I, I, it got off to a kind of a slow start for me, but by the certainly into the third issue, uh, really good, really good. So I'm going to say, I'll just make it easy and say a ninety. Okay, make, good. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. Okay, that's a good. That's a good. So, like I said, this was the first series that I really read comic wise, and I loved it so much. And I got to ask you too about about the art, Mark, and I'm going to butcher his name. Is I think it's Chiquetto, if I'm not mistaken, but um, he was the artist, Marco Chiquetto. Um, he was the artist for this, and it's a different style than the Colin Bunn stuff that we've yeah. uh, with the with the Darth Maul comic, and yeah. it's a neat kind of um, difference because for me personally, I like the art style in this one um, because it reminds me of like like late nineties X-Men. Like it just, it just like feels like a nineties, like the way that the, the positions of like, like the hooded Obi-Wan with the wind whipping around him, And like when Obi-Wan like grabs the knives, it's like this kind of wizard sitting up on a hill thing. Like, like it's a very distinct layout to some of the pages and the way that, uh, some of the characters are in those pages. Um, that feels really cool. It feels like Jim Lee. It feels like, like old, like just really cool X-Men for me, at least whenever I was growing up. Um, what did you think of the art compared to the other art? Which, which I loved Colin Bunn and I loved the Darth Maul series. Um, they're they're both uh, excellent excellent artists in their own right, but it's a different style. Could, did you like it less? Did you like it more? Uh, I honestly, it took me a minute to warm up to it. I I like it. I, I think it's well done. You can't criticize. I mean, these are, these are pros, but it took me a minute to to really get into it. Uh, and I got to tell you, just jumping in right off the bat, what is this? Page eight, page eight. Panel number two. I have no idea what I'm looking at. Panel number two. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Sorry. It's the, it's like the squid panel. Oh, the giant. Yeah, yeah. What is that? So so as I understand it, those are escape pods. <laughs> and then this is as I understand it because I totally agree with you that it's a very what? weird panel. Are those the escape pods? Okay, so we see a ship in panel one. I understand that panel. And then there's these like Lego blocks with squids coming out of them. And then panel three is like little, those are the escape pods. What is panel two? I have no idea what that is. Yeah, now that you say that, it does look like like speeders maybe. Okay, here, here's what I thought. Here's what I thought was going on. Was I thought that Obi-Wan and Anakin are in that ship. The ship releases some kind of pods to save them. And before they hit the ground, those like tentacle things wrap around the pods and let them roll to wherever they need to roll. Is that not what you got from it? Well... So that would make sense, but the dialogue does not line up with that at all. They talk about a debris field. You know, they, they, they portray it, and panel one backs this up, that the ship that they were coming in with 
uh, they hit a bunch of debris. The ship was was uh, really damaged, and boom, escape pods. But panel two, I have no idea what that is. I really don't. You know, now that you say oh! that, I, no, I, 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 it just clicked. Oh my god, it just those are ejection seats, and the tentacles coming around are what form the pod. Yeah, so that, that's I, so, right, so I, I thought it was the tentacles forming the pod. I okay. agree with you now. Well, you can explain it, that. Well, that's what I, I, I thought was. Yeah. Okay. Now I got it. Now, <laughs> but now I got. But that, that, being that said, was so bizarre. I agree. I agree with you because now. It, so I, I initially thought that the ship had broken apart, and those were the pods getting wrapped up and then falling down and rolling. But I think you're right. I think those are supposed to be seats from the actual ship itself. Yeah, I that's see why the you see this now. They're sitting in the seats. I, I, I totally yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah, they, they're they're but literally that, like a yeah. F-16 blast up. Yeah. Yeah, goose maverick type situation here. Okay. So so. Now that so that's I, I was wrong too. Okay, but no, I I, I I literally looked at that panel and just kind of. And to be fair, I didn't study it as much as you do uh, with tentacle stuff. But I, I saw it and I was like, I well, saw when thing. I see tentacles, I mean, you have my attention now. <laughs> um, and, I, and I also will say that the tentacle things look biological, but yes. yet the pods look mechanical. If yes. that makes sense. Yes. So it it is a little bit of an odd transition from those two panels. I agree with that. Yeah, they made them look so much like tentacles that it threw me off entirely. I, I think between the two of us, it. we've solved these three panels. <laughs> the mystery of the tentacles, yes. The tentacle panel. So really? anyway, moving beyond that, uh, <laughs> jumping ahead, there's a there's a panel on page 13. Uh, well, actually, I mean, it is page 13. That sort of um, gauzy art style, I actually really like that. Do you know what I mean? It's not It's not crystal clear. It's not sharp edges. It's more like, like an action film. That's a very uh, storyboardish panel, yeah. or, or page, yeah, yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. Like it's, it's like this huge thing happening. Somebody exactly. gets down to the quarter. Yeah, I, I'm in a total agreement with you. And I think too that it looks, um, for me at least, the art in this thing is very steampunkish. Maybe I mean that maybe that's the best way to kind of. There's a touch of that. Yep. Yeah, and, and it's just kind of like a, this huge, like massive ships. And then what's kind of weird, though, is you get these massive ships, but yet you only get, like, two or three people in these whole ships, which are huge, which is weird. But I don't know. Maybe that's part of the storyline, too, further on down. Right. So, so what, what's your rating? Uh, I'm, I'm high. I'm, I'm 93, 94. I like this series because... Um, so, also, too, there was a video game, um, and I forget the name of it, 1366 or Level 1366, that was supposed to come out. Uh, I want to say it was Visceral Games, but I'm not sure that was under the Star Wars franchise, that it was supposed to be like a first-player RPG where you're going through the different levels of Coruscant. And I didn't realize that whenever they showed, like, the... It was like... I don't think it was a demo, but, like, when they started talking about the game itself, uh, I didn't realize, really, that Coruscant was so, like, deep. Like, that, like, you're 2,000 levels down. Like, it's like a whole planet of levels. And uh, I thought that the idea of the of this planet going... Not like 100 or 200 levels, but like thousands of levels down is an absolutely cool thing. And I remember whenever I read this comic back when it came out, I was kind of like, oh, this is awesome because like they're studying or they're like, we may get more into this. We may get more into like level 2372 is where the blah, blah, blah people are. And then, you know, it's a really neat way to explore a planet that um, that you see all the time in the movies and stuff like that, but that you really don't have the inkling of what the underbelly looks like. So uh, whenever I read this the first time, that was definitely, and we'll talk about it, like as we talk about it, uh, issue three, um, that was really a cool thing that was like this CD kind of course something. And I guess we technically had it with Maul, though, didn't we? Yeah, we did in the Age of Maul. A little Republic. bit, yeah. But you, I'm always going to think of uh, I'm always going to think of Trantor from Foundation when you have a yeah no agreed. world circling city yeah with no agreed. deep levels. 
Yeah, and, and it's vertical. It's more of a vertical thing. And also, yeah. too, to, to a point, The Expanse had some of that, too. Um, I think it was, was it Mars? Or maybe it was the asteroid where everybody kind of lived on different levels and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it's good. It's, it's a neat it's a neat kind of dive into that world, and I, and I enjoyed that a lot. Um, and also, too, so let me, let me ask your opinion on this. There's two parts in these first three issues. Well, did, did you have any parts that, in, that you had a hard time with? In the comic, other than the, the tentacles, other than the tentacles, <laughs> did you have anything that you had a, a hard time? Like, did that you found were like weird transitions or just like a weird um, part of the story that like no. stuck out to you as the first time reading it? No, I I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit um, for reasons that we can get into. Uh, right there on the next page, page fourteen, I love that Obi Wan is is reminding Anakin, you know, here's your lightsaber. You, you kind of dropped it. And what, what do we see that in Attack of the Clones, where he says, "This lightsaber is your life." He's trying to remind Anakin that you you need this thing, idiot. And that makes me call back to uh, the Darth Maul comic, where she, um, whatever her name was, Idris Elba or something, threw her lightsaber. <laughs> Zex Zrevis. No, that's the lady. I'm talking about oh, oh. Padawan in the oh, Darth oh, Maul uh, thing. Kyle. She has a lightsaber, right? Yeah. So yeah, she Kyle. throws it in the rock, trying to kill Darth Maul crumbles the wall and basically what i said at the time why did you throw away your lightsaber don't do that and what i was kind of evoking there was obi-wan saying don't don't lose your lightsaber stupid okay i I want you i want you to remember these panels okay that's all i'm gonna say we'll talk we'll talk about more later um and then so i have i have a couple so number one Palpatine getting direct access to a Padawan, in my opinion, is still a little odd. Like I get him using the like I'm the Chancellor to to Windu. Yeah, they, they I think they 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 covered that with yeah. enough of an explanation, an excuse of an explanation. And you see, I'm the Chancellor. Windu's, you see Windu's face too, kind of be like fine, like a like a like I, I got to do this. He he is above me, and I do have to kind of relinquish control to him whenever he asks for something like this. Um, wouldn't it have been really cool if you if if they had done like a little like subtle like uh, Palpatine kind of doing the the Force hand wave thing? Yeah, like, he Windu. can go with me. <laughs> he will. That would have been like whoa. That yeah, that would have been even because we can't we can't lose sight of the fact that this guy is walking around among Jedi. Oh, totally. And he yeah. he's the big bad, and they yeah. have no idea, no clue, no clue. They are so in a fog; they have no clue whatsoever. Uh, also, too, I enjoy. So, so one of the parts that I did definitely enjoy was that that Palpatine was happened to be watching whenever he faced the Darth Maul lookalike, like uh, what do you call it, yeah, the, the bot? Hollow, hollow, hollow bot, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. And then he slices him in half, and it's just like a perfect kind of like, oh, I get it. Like you know, and Palpatine's like, who is this? you know, is this the young Skywalker? Yeah. Um, also, too, uh, there is a part that I find a little bit shifting where Anakin uh, toward the third issue is like they're just like us. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, they are. Okay. And then he's like, oh, no, I mean us and the Sith. And I'm like, right. whoa, where did that come from? Like, it's kind of that a was weird. A little, you're right. That was a little it's weird. jarring. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that that's probably. That's probably. In these, in these first three issues, that's probably one of the ones where I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just kind of like a, that, that, that was kind of a, like, like if it, we, we have kids. If you have kids, you can definitely tell when weird questions pop up that your kid has been thinking about it for a really long time. If it's like a random question at a random time. And I felt like that was like supposed to be what they were kind of conveying with Anakin, where he's like, "I've really been thinking about this a bunch, but now I'm going to say something to you know to, to bring it to the forefront." You know what I mean? Like I'm going to make this comment, and it's going to be so clever, I'm going to impress my master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like a, like a, like I've been I've really thought this up and been waiting for the perfect time to say it. 
but that, it's still that makes a little, it make but it's still a little odd and jarring though, because you're just well, no, like, in that context, I love that. In that context, it it actually, I love it now. I, I really like that. That you just explained that perfectly. I don't have any idea if that's what he intended, but it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't love when your it, creation error. Come on, whenever, whenever Anakin, I'm filling in the gaps between the panels. Uh, whenever Anakin's down, I, I, I can never get a feel in this comic where, when Anakin's on the lower levels, like what is he thinking? Because I mean, this is like this is like the the big, like let, let's just say that you know he has no clue, you know who you know Palpatine is. So this is like you know the president, whoever the president is at that time, is like he wants to take you down to the ghetto, like 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 the like the lower like the like the like the the Worst part of town. I mean, what what do you do? Like, number one, you've got to be nervous as a as a Padawan because you're like, you don't know that who he is. You don't know his power. So it's kind of like, uh, right. I'm going to defend this guy. Like, if something goes wrong, I have to give my life for this guy. You know what I mean? Because that's who he is. I, I have to do this. This is what I've sworn to do. But also, you're kind of like, why did you choose me to come down here? Like, this is super weird. <laughs> the last guy, I didn't even know his name. You know, Valorum, that's it. You know, and, and he never did this. He never took kids on field trips. It's kind of like weird. It could be playing to his ego. I, I now that you bring it up, the the situation of a, a single Jedi, um, uh, certainly a Padawan, escorting the President of the United States into a, a, a slum, a ghetto, is absurd. Yeah, totally. There would be all layers of protection around him. Yeah. So, w- yeah, that didn't stand. That doesn't stand up to to scrutiny. You're right. Or, or 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 you've got Obi-Wan at least in the background. You know what I mean? Like like why is Obi-Wan here? He's my master. Why is he not like, you know, 20 yards behind us at least kind of keeping an eye on everything, you know? Yeah. So that's that that's another one that I that if I have to choose something to pick at in this book, which is really really hard. Like like I said, I love this series. Well, um, if you want prob- a nitpick, I've got a nitpick for you. Page All 32 right. when he slices through their guns, we're jumping ahead. Slices yeah. through their guns with the lightsaber, which is a really cool cool Maneuver. scene, cool panel. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just feel like I need to point out that the guns would still work. Just yeah, fun. totally. Yeah, totally. Well, Shoot I mean, their heads. assuming they would, I, I don't know. I don't know what kind no, of. No, it shows are, them. But. It shows that that's the, he's trying to illustrate. You know, the lightsaber, the awesomeness of the lightsaber, how it cuts cleanly through all the barrels. Well, well, then they'd still work, just fine. Yeah. Well, well then they just go to their knives, and then Obi Wan does their, their knives. Then they but does the kinetic pull the tri- really just, pull tri- just pull the trigger and kill the Jedi. Yeah, he's right in the middle. I, I agree with that. And then the knife thing is always kind of weird to me. It's like, I get using the Force. I get moving stuff around a little bit. Anakin, you know, later on in episode two or three, where he's like got the pair thing and he does the weird thing where he cuts it in half. I mean, the magic pair? Are we yeah, mentioning the magic yeah, pair? Yeah, we'll mention point? We will mention the magic pair when we get there. I promise we will mention the magic pair. That's one of the worst about the magic scenes pair. of. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll mention that when we get there. We'll talk about that. But I'm just saying, like, the use of the force, like, you know, like you had Maul in episode one where he throws the thing up against the uh, thing to open the doors. Um, you have this kind of kinetic use of the force, but the grabbing and holding in front of you like he does with the knives is kind of odd or, or, or different. I should say, you don't really see that. Like I can't think of another thing where you actually suspend something in the air in front of you. Right. Uh, I feel like we should step back a little bit okay. to the, uh, to introducing the, uh, the, the, the open. Oh, oh yeah. The open and closed just to keep going with the story. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So, so, so just, 30-second overview. Uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan crash land onto this planet with tentacle uh, booster seats. Um, <laughs> they, they, they land uh, because of the tentacles. They're safe. Um, as soon as they land, they have the steampunk ship fly through, being chased by two or three other steampunk ships. Um, the steampunk ship that is going to 
fly into the ground in just a mo- minute. Uh, Obi-Wan grabs, pretty much grabs the entire ship, holds it for a moment, lets them jump off onto the ice. Uh, these are two ladies that are part of the open, which you'll figure that out as you go along with the the, uh, the comic itself. And then the people that were chasing them, the closed, uh, are coming right behind them. And uh, Obi-Wan jumps up and just kind of grabs one of them, doesn't he? Or he, he throws him off the ship of some sort, and he kind of reaches out and grabs him so that he saves him. The the closed guy? Yeah, the closed he, dude. He tries, to, he tries to jump onto the cliff and uh, as his ship is crashing. And he can't make it. That's right. That's right. They grab his hand. They pull him up. And they're yeah. more. These are mortal enemies for generations, pretty much. Um, but basically, they can't tra- traverse around the land of this planet. Uh, this no, this planet is land. a is a nightmare. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's it's like a creepy nightmare too. Like I love the like undead bug zombie things. The, Although the Obi Wan part, the, the corpse, the zombie, corpse, corpse, yeah, corpse, yeah, corpse things. Uh, what is it called? Yeah, I, need I, 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 called I love the way Obi Wan's like. I don't know if I can kill these though. They just don't know anything, but. Eating corpses. Corpse like, leeches. I'm like, yeah, dude, you can kill them. I'd kill them. If I had a laser sword, I'd kill those things. Well, that gets back to the whole thing about, and he actually addresses that here in, in one of these panels where he says, you know, feel the, the forces created by life, life all around you. you. Well, then you can't just go off slaughtering everything in front of you. Oh, no, no. Like, I'm saying that's t- always taking, been a weird taking thing. a defensive position because he's got to. These things are about to crawl and eat them. And he does, he does mute them a bit, you know, so that they, st- I think they like sit at his legs and stuff. And then Anakin can't really figure it out, so he just lops the head off of him, which I get, though. I mean, they're kind of like, they're, they're there to kill you. They want your corpse. Well, we, we've covered this before. Star Wars has a history of you just slaughter mindless animals, right? The Rancor, dead. True, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Murder Ball guys, yeah, they're dead. The Rathgars? The, the Snow Cave monster guy, whatever that was, dead. Or armless. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's <laughs> totally easy right, on that one. So, so, no, I'm just saying that you're you've got to play defense at some point if something's about to attack you. Well, I and feel you like only hold off Anakin should have been able to, games, a little he bit. Been able to control them. He should have been able to control them. I don't. I, that, that's, <laughs> I agree, and that's the point of the and the comic makes that point. Where, you know, where the, the it does the flashback to Coruscant where they're in the temple and there's this like snarling. He can't beast control thing, that guy either. And he, he can't control him. Thing. And that's and, and and one of the good things I will say that this does is it does show that. There's different types of uh, abilities for each of the different Jedi. Because remember, they kind of talked about this whenever they talked about a Master Apprentice, where yeah. um, Qui Gon was like, you know, there's some husbandry kind of animal husbandry types of Jedi, and then there's other types of Jedi. And uh, this this comic does do a pretty good job though of, of showing you that maybe Obi Wan's really good at pacifying, you know, charging animals, but Anakin just does not have that skill. But he also seems to be way better at the lightsaber than Obi Wan. So yeah, you have the Jedi who are who focus more on on saber skills. You have people like Qui Gon who focus more on on meditation and visions, and that's that's great. I love that. There should be different aspects, different facets to the Arch- Force. Archetypes, okay, archetypes. Yeah, I think what, yeah, what, I think last week during the podcast, William was hinting at this with the lightsaber. He was, uh, but we but, shut him but, up. Yeah, we did. We shut I him up. But but <laughs> but uh, but I also uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I that's definitely a part that I have not heard. So I, I'm interested to see where this gets to. Uh, further on the line, or what he was itching to tell us, I should say. I wonder what the light blue lightsaber means. We'll never know. What does purple mean? It means that it, you, it means, wanted, yeah. you wanted a contract that said you got a purple lightsaber <laughs> and you wouldn't do it. That's what it means. Okay, so, oh so, 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 so the cliffhanger, if you can call it the cliffhanger, is just that... that. Wait, are you going to the end of three right now? Well, I'm not... I'm, I'm, no, no, so no, no, no. We, no okay. we can't do that. We got to okay. go to, um, we got to go to, I'm up to page 40. 
right? Well, you were just mentioning this. They go down to the lower levels of course. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. All right. Page 40, the middle bottom panel. Look at that. There's Jar Jar's cousin. (laughs) He's Gungan. I want to know that guy's story. Think about this. Oh yeah. He does have to have a story. He really does. He's got a story. Yeah. The the Gungans live like underwater on, on Naboo, which, you know. No, you're right. Yeah. That is pretty good. I didn't think about that. How was he here? He's also got some scarage too. He's, he's like, got he's, he's got stuff to tell. You, you know he's not a criminal mastermind either. I mean, that's hey, just, just not happening. Me, Misa commit mini crimes. The um the the Misa line cut about your this, head off. The, <laughs> give me your wallet. Um, <laughs> yeah, the line. I will say that I did like the the whole entire line though. Uh, well written was the the panel immediately after that where he talks about the most valuable resource on some of these levels is sky hey. and then some of that. Yeah, oh, sure. that was pretty good. He points up. Oh, okay. All right. I thought I, 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 to me that that reads like deeper than it really is, but that's just me. I so I mean, so I, so I, you know, I, I know, but I'm eager to see uh, what you think of the next uh, the next two issues. They're 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 pretty solid. Like, uh, it, it, okay. so, like if this well, was going to build up, they're they're good payoff. You keep wanting to jump ahead, so I'm up to page oh, forty two. Okay, wait, look wait, at page. Look at look at the panel that is page forty two. Okay. Yeah, that that is that is like let's shove everything that somebody would know into one panel. There's a hut. There's the band guy from Cantina. A Watto. There's the what? Yeah, Watto. Right. There's a, there's, there's, the, a, there's, the, a, there's the, a there's a the Padawan chick. Uh, her species. There's, there's a, the there's the a hut. hut with the bra. I mean, that's like how, how good does it get? Oh my god, I didn't even notice the bra. Thanks for how bringing that up. How did you not notice the the bra thing on the hut? I thought it was a very handsome woman, man, <laughs> hut with eyelashes. And Scarge too. Like, what do you call the guy with the tentacle around his neck? Because he's he's associated with the huts. Yeah, I, is he I is, it, is he is he a Twi'lek or is he like a male Twi'lek or is he? A, I think he's a different race. I forget the name of the races. We need no, to learn our races. He's the you see him in Return of the Jedi. You know what I'm talking about, right? The yeah, no, no, who, I, yeah, yeah. I've seen him right there. Well, it's got the shaved like looking horn things though. But is that the same guy? That's a that's a good question. I don't know. Same it does guy? look no. Yeah, it, no, it does. It, but, this is meant to be. Look at all the things you know. We, I think. I think one, we need to have one. homework between these podcasts. Where we actually <laughs> learn the name of the races instead it's of enough, saying it's the horn guy it's with the sawed-off horns. Like we should be to a point that where we violates the spirit of this podcast. Yeah, I should I, just I, be reading the comment. Tell some, you what I think. I'm going to create some flashcards and oh I'm going to draw some pictures and we're going to we're going to memorize the names right. of the races at least. Because the only Person, one we know is I'm, woman, being, I'm being honest. Man, you got the Twilight camera TV. You got the Twilight, Twilight Girl the front. That's an elephant. I can draw a clock, <laughs> but I can't. I can't name any of the other ones on here. Uh, no, I and and to me, what does that matter? Come on, go that's back, the go guy back, from the back. Cantina Band. Okay, all right, wait, wait. Let's go back two pages too. Okay, go back two pages. You got the Greedo guy on the top panel, on the right yeah, side. Yeah, the Greedo guy. Yeah, and yeah. The, but, and the but, Tusk but, guy. Tusk guy and but, but, an old face, guy. Yeah. Tusk guy and right. an old guy. Is that not the people from Return of the Jedi? No, it's I mean, not from Star Wars. It, it, Star Wars, and and there's a what? What is that guy that that flies with Lando in Return of the Jedi? The the Win Win guy or something? Yeah. So we we've really got Nub Nub. Is that Nub Nub? No, it's not Nub Nub. No, oh. th- no, he wouldn't be there. But there is the ink no, guy. No, I'm not right? saying there is the ink no, guy right below him. None of these are meant to be those characters. I'm I just understand saying, that, but we, I'm okay. just saying we should know the races by, by this point. We should be able to say that's a blah blah blah. That's a, the only ones that we have been able to say are the Huts, the Jar Jars, which is probably not. I mean, you know. And then uh, we, we have our own names for these. We need we need to come up. We need to get. We need to learn the proper names. <sighs> if you insist, I think it hey, makes more hey. sense. They, there's a Greedo. There's a Jar Jar. There's a Jabba. There's Buttface. There's Nub Nub. Yeah. Look at that hut with a bra. 
I, I really wish you had not mentioned that. <laughs> I was fine with just seeing I know, it. I know what you're getting on your Christmas card this year. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> that is going to be, yeah. It's going to be like me and the family at Club Cash Car. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so I want to cover when they're underground in, the, in that club, in the gambling casino place. And uh, it's a nice little moment where Palpatine is, is starting to corrupt Anakin. So it was a nice moment where you can see Palpatine uh, attempting Anakin, starting to see or or testing how much can I corrupt this this guy and use him. And his plan is all right there in the open. He spells it out. The the, the part that I just, it's just not believable, is the senator comes over because Palpatine can't keep his mouth shut. He laughs like, like evil Emperor Palpatine does. And the senator doesn't recognize the chancellor from like three feet away. And don't give me the, don't give me the hood excuse. Come on that. Give me a break. Or, or I mean you, well, I don't know. I I was going to say that Anakin would maybe be somebody also like, like when you see them together, you'd be like, Whoa, what is going on? Like, this is a weird coupling here. There's no reason Um, he would know every Jedi Padawan person guy. But you wouldn't know the look, I would think. But yeah, okay, fair, fair enough. Well, the, but that's a conceit. I'm, I'm saying that's a conceit in the Star Wars universe. The robe with the hood is disguise. It's not exclusive yeah, you, to the Jedi. Yeah, you're, you're saying that that's, that's the, that's the some symbolic way. You to put say, on the robe, you, you pull the hood, on. you're in disguise. That, that's the, that's the conceit of Star Wars. So the lesson that I learned, I think it's a very valuable lesson, right? Anakin repairs this whatever it was, timepiece or something, or the droid, the droid brain. Yep. Right. And, and that's when they decide the open decide we have to kidnap him, which ends the, you know, issue three on the cliffhanger, which is a great cliffhanger. I thought it was fantastic. The lesson there is never help anybody. Well, <laughs> and I think there's also at the very beginning of, of the first issue, whenever they crash on the planet and Anakin's like, who do we need to go talk to to get off this place? Like, we got to go, you know, what's, what, who do we go? And, and Obi-Wan's just kind of like, oh, no, no, we're fine. We're on this planet. This is where we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be going to this thing. And then whenever something like that happens, like, they try to help these people, they open the clothes. And then whenever they try to fix the clock, or what, what is it called? I forget. It's the... Uh, it's, yeah, I uh, time time machines, old time machines. So when Anakin repairs this thing, um, they're, they're still trying to do good. I get it. And I, I, I understand what's what they're trying to accomplish here. <laughs> so anyway, the, the lesson there that I take to heart is never help anyone. Yeah, but you're a Jedi. You have to. Even the people that are not part of the Senate. Well, I, I, I joke. He was just doing... It's portrayed as he's doing what he does, and that is he fixes things. Just right. like he built a protocol droid for no reason whatsoever. For I think it's smacked across the face with a wrench. Yeah. For no good reason. So, yeah, and it's funny, too, because it, it, out of both the open and the closed, I felt like the closed was the more, like, kind of the evil guy. Like, I was kind of rooting for the open at the beginning of it. You know what I mean? Yes, you're supposed to, yeah. Yeah, and, and then they're the ones that actually try to take him away. Yeah, you you can see that. that that's, that's the way they set it up. It's it's not meant to be a shock. It's meant to be a, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, they're they're going to betray them, which is good. I, it's, it, I think it's very well done. Yeah, I wonder if Vader ever thinks, remember that time I got smacked with that wrench? Who? Oh, sorry. Man, sorry. My bad. Yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. Jumping ahead. My error. Or maybe that's maybe that's when he turns and he's just like, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done with being good. It's I got smacked in the face with a yeah. huge wrench for being for being helpful, for fixing something. 
Yeah, I don't know. Small little small little pieces of the puzzle are coming together. And I that's what I, I'm really enjoying uh, about this comic series. We see in episode two, and I know we're not talking about episode two, but we know what the pro- some of the problems with episode two are. They say that they're great friends and they have a great friendship, and they say that later in Star Wars and Empire and all that. But we never see any of that. We see people who really don't like each other. So I was very excited to see some of the backstory. Fill in those gaps. Show me that that they had these great adventures together, and they were friends. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that with the Clone Wars TV shows. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think that I think that that's good. Like that backstory is good. Um, and also too, there's a point at which, and I think it's the second issue. Uh, where he talks about that. He's like, yes, we're Master and Apprentice, though. We have heated discussions, but it's not like we're fighting with each other. You know what I mean? That, that They do call back to, to Attack of the Clones that way, yes. And yeah. that, was a, that was appropriate. So, yeah, I'm excited for the last two issues. I think they're going to they're gonna show you what a really good comic arc this was. And also, too, I think that we got to remember this was very early. Like, this was very early in New Canaan. Like, 2016, um, you know, was, was a lot... Uh, they didn't have as much fleshed out, I feel like. So, just, I think Sewell really had to, like, kind of go you know, off on his own a little bit and add some stuff in. There's another series that's the Lando series. that's very similar to that, that they're really, really good series. Um, so yeah, so we got two more, ep- two more episodes. We got two more issues uh, for next week's podcast. Uh, I do want to say to make sure to stop by our discord server. Uh, we had a couple of people join on the discord server. Uh, some of the, the, uh, when I mentioned last week about waiting outside for um, tickets uh, to episode one in our episode one podcast, I actually found some, uh, pictures online from a buddy of mine that was there with me waiting, and uh, I posted a bunch of those to the Discord. And then we're always posting just kind of random new stuff and uh, Star Wars stuff, geeky stuff, uh, yeah, video those game photos, stuff. Those photos were really, that's ah, a throwback right there. It was, man. That was like I started looking at it, and it's funny because like uh, I had looked up his name for something else, and then uh, I found his Flickr account, and I was like, oh yeah, he always had really good photos. And I was like, wait a minute, I think he's got photos of that night that we went and stayed at the at the movie theater for tickets. And sure enough, he did. He had a bunch of them. And yeah, they're pretty awesome. So be sure to join us next week for the last two issues of this comic book arc with Obi-Wan and Anakin. Uh, after that, we're going to be hitting up some Age of Resistance to finish up before we hit episode two. And it's really weird because we've got uh, movies really quickly in the timeline. But after that, we're going to be hitting Clone Wars Hardcore. So be sure to listen in next week uh, when we start to finish up Obi-Wan and Anakin. This is the 11 Parsecs Podcast, Episode 7. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a good review. And be sure to check us out at 11parsecs.com and Discord. I'm Jonathan Smith with the very open-minded Eric Thompson. Thank you for joining us.